Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. episode of barbecue and tech we're having a showdown all purpose seasons we said it was coming it's time to do it i'm your host rod simmons joined by my partner in crime co-host and the guy who just always loves to push things to the limit chris ashley what's up man what's up brother how you doing i'm doing good you've been busy i feel like i was slacking on this one because i did not help participate in this but i as we were to talking be about fair, what it was, you did it was your birthday week so you know it was, you, it is. you had stuff to do the funny thing is uh it was your it's your birthday week but my mom's birthday is the day after yours so yes it's uh but uh, this is something that i wanted to do a long time coming so i wanted to make sure that i got it done this week and um so folks you know here on the show we are big proponents of using other uh us you know other professional seasonings like i i've never said that uh, you have to make your own um i i saw it on an episode of uh, barbecue pitmasters and the, the the godfather of barbecue he said it best he was like there are plenty of people that spend millions of dollars developing a rub he goes they're all very good rubs i don't need to do that i don't need to waste my time i'd rather focus my time on cooking and as soon as i saw that i was like all right that that's it i'm not going to be worrying about making my own rubs can i make something real quick absolutely um and and there's nothing wrong with taking a rub that you bought and then adding a few things to it to make it better in, in, you know, it's all subjective. So anyway, that's the path that I took at least. And um, yeah. So what the intention here was Rod and I have pretty much settled on uh killer hogs, AP seasoning. And if for anybody that's listening to this and doesn't know AP just means all purpose. So this is a, general rub that you can put on pretty much anything and it it's gonna it's gonna work for you and uh you settled on this one too right Ron? uh i do like that but i i am still a fan of the i think it's the double butter garlic one i do think yeah, that's that a good is one, very good yeah and that is, is my an go-to AP is, a, is uh Killer I, hogs ap well we should be careful um because that might be an spg versus ap Fair enough. Yeah, I will. All right. So, so here we go with the acronyms, right? So SPG just means salt, pepper, garlic. So that's like super basic. You would expect it to be salt, pepper, and garlic. And uh, maybe the onion powder or something like that. 
but the all-purpose will probably have those three things plus some cumin or maybe some paprika or you know just something that's a little bit broader that can cover more things so i like to use you know either one if not both as a base for any barbecue that i'm doing um you have to be careful though because you know some of them are pretty heavy on the salt so you don't necessarily need both um but you know we're we're fans of layering our rubs uh with like a top coat and maybe some a base and these just make an easy base and you don't have to make it yourself you can just buy one of these things right out of the gate and uh use it for your rub so it's what we like to do and but we never really had um like we've only had a few, but I just said, you know, let's take some time and actually kind of figure out, are we on the one that we, that, you know, that I actually think is the best um, or not even the best, just one that I really, really like. And I can play off of when it comes to doing other things. And so I was like, you know, let's, let's, let's give that a chance. So I went to our local spot up here, Mason Dixon barbecue and just said, show me all the APs that you have. And I just want to grab a bunch of them and see see where it comes out at. But um, the other thing you have to do is you have to have a control, I guess. So I said, I'll grab three APs and then I'll mix up one myself. And then I'll just have my family taste it. I'll taste it and kind of see where we shake out. at. So that was the first part of the whole thing. The second part was what food do I actually smoke with it, right? Because I don't want to buy four briskets unless I'm testing four briskets (laughs) and, you know, four pros. I didn't want to get anything overly large, but I did want to get something that I would enjoy and had some flavor to it. Um, And so I settled on turkey breast. Uh, So that I grabbed, uh, went and grabbed four um, already separated turkey breasts. And I felt that was going to be the perfect median. So. I didn't do anything too crazy either. I did inject all of them because I do want to, yeah, I, I did want to use these turkey breasts for, you know, throughout the week and, you know, make sandwiches and stuff like that. So I wanted to make sure they were going to be nice and juicy. I used the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the poultry injection that, uh, Pitmaster Tyler had told us about and, uh, and went ahead and injected it. And that was it. I didn't do anything else. I didn't spray. I didn't wrap. Normally, I would wrap the turkey um, probably partway through um, and load it with butter to kind of give it some more fat um, and some more flavor to it. I didn't do any of that. I just said, this is just going to be a straight cook and uh, with injection and rub, and that's it. So, and, uh, and I figured, you know, keep the wood simple. So, I recently re-upped on some apple wood rod. And uh, use that as the as the as the wood. Something light, especially because it's chicken. So I didn't want it to be you know overpowering. Not anymore. Well, I can't find it. <laughs> that, that's a box part. sitting in my garage, man. Well, good. <laughs> Ain't doing me no good sitting over there doing absolutely nothing. You can always call a brother up and say, "Do you have any post oak I can use?" I can't find it anywhere. It's just. It uh, they haven't had it for a while. I guess I could probably. I, that's not fair. I haven't. My local spot doesn't have it. I should probably go check out Yard and Pool, see if those guys have some. But uh, yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. But I was okay with the uh, applewood. I'm I'm good with that because it was you know, like I say it was poultry. So you know, I want something a little bit lighter, and it did a great job. 
So some of the other factors in this particular uh, cook-off, um, the smoker I did at uh, 275, uh, which ended up about 235, 240 at the meat. Um, definitely uh, use the meter to uh, follow the temperature of the different uh, turkeys. I should and, call out really quick here. Someone mm-hmm. did leave a comment on one of the posts said, you, you two numbskulls, if you take the back off the meter, there are batteries there. Mm-hmm. Um, now I, my batteries were in there. I think, think they work, but I don't, I don't believe on that when they charge the probes. I, I don't think at least my probes will go dead. Uh, I did put fresh batteries in. So I charged my probes this time. I put fresh batteries in and I'm leaving it uncharged. Well, when I, uh, for like a week and I want to see if when I get back, if the probes are ready to light up and go. And if they're not, then I'll know the batteries don't keep my probes charged, but I don't believe the, I don't believe the batteries on the four block keep the probe charge. I could be a hundred percent wrong though. Oh. So I do appreciate the uh, comment. Cause I was like, when they said it, I was like, Oh my God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> so cool. But sorry, Chris, I didn't mean to distract. I wanted to call that out since you were talking about the meter. Yep. Um, so, <clears throat> so smoker at, you know, two eighty five overall, um, it ended up being about two thirty five at the, at the meet. Uh, and the other thing is that I did, that I did is I put them all, on a tray with the with a uh, great insert, so I just wanted to keep it pretty even. Um, no, you know, no necessarily hot spots, and I rotated the tray throughout the cook. Um, and they all cooked pretty much at the same time. Like the one in the middle, uh, which was a tear smaller, uh, had it actually actually cooked a little bit faster, but uh, for the most part, it um, they all pretty much finished at the same time. And I ended up pulling them at about one fifty five, and then let it, I let it rest for about an hour. Ooh, one fifty five now. Well, you know, Turkey breast, especially doesn't, you know, it's the nerve. It's, I think it's like that debate when you get to poultry, it's like, do I, you know, because at one point in time, the FDA was like, just dry it out and take it to one eighty. <laughs> 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 and it's it's a wonder there's a generation of people who think chicken is disgusting or well, poultry like, is disgusting. Is there juice left? Yeah. Nope. Put it back in. And uh, I think now sometimes they'll say, I think it's 145, something like that. Like you can go that low. Yeah. yeah. But they say that at least it should be three seconds at 150 kind of to get the surface or a certain, there's a certain number of minutes at certain temperatures. So it, it's, I think it's that constant changing of what's acceptable, what's not that drives you crazy. Yeah. And uh, the reason one of the reasons why the temperature came down is because, um, you know, handling of meat has gotten better. Uh, So they're doing a much better job controlling salmonella and all that stuff in in the meat in the first place. Um, So, yeah. So the three rubs that I used was uh, did I go over this? No, I didn't go over it. We used the, so the typical one that we, that Rod and I used the most, which is the Killer Hogs AP seasoning. Big fans of that. Um, and then I grabbed the Kansas City all purpose barbecue rub. I haven't used their rubs, but I've used their sauces and I do like their sauces. Is that like a white bottle? No, uh, uh-uh. this is a, uh, uh, it's just a regular bottle with the red, uh, kind of the red. Um, wrapper okay. around it, red and black wrapper around it, but okay. there's Kansas right. City all purpose barbecue rub. 
And then finally, um, I they had another one that I hadn't had before. So I figured that's the perfect little wild card. Um, this one is called Cannibal, C-A-N-N-I-B-A-L, all-purpose spice. And, I uh, will say I like their bottle a lot. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, they're funny. Yeah, okay, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, and they put profanity on the front. It's grill your beep off. Yeah. <laughs> so it was pretty funny. So I'll describe the flavors of each one of these first. So the cannibal one I'll talk about first. This one was very interesting. It actually had like a Southwest kick to it. So definitely pretty heavy on the cumin. You can taste it right out of the gate. Okay. Um, let me see if I can see the ingredients on here. Yeah, garlic, onion, garlic, salt, spices. Yep, you can taste the chili powder in there. Chili pepper, salt, cumin. Yep, I knew it. I didn't even have to look. I knew the cumin. Oregano, and then all the stuff to keep it from clumping up in the in the container. So this was this has a really good flavor to it. I could see this on like a burger too. Like I could definitely use this on some burgers or something like that. Yeah. So the one that we like, the uh killer AP. Um let me look at the ingredients on this one. Uh salt, garlic, spices. Oh, they keep it pretty simple on there. So they're hiding something. Um, sorry, garlic and spices, but it's pretty good. And I'm almost certain that both of these, let me see. Yeah, monosodium glutamate. So the Killer Hawks definitely has MSG in it. Let me double check this guy. The... um. It doesn't say it on the cannibal, so I can't say 100% whether the cannibal has MSG in it, but the Killer Hogs most definitely has it and give you that umami flavor. <laughs> and then finally, we have the uh, the uh, Kansas City one. And this one had, to me, had a bit more of a kick to it. So let me taste it. Let me taste it again while we're on the show. This one was very good. A little bit sweeter. Heavier on the salt, I think. Bit more paprika that I can taste. And I can definitely get a hint of chili and uh, cayenne in there, too. So, and I always say, sometimes I can taste the seasoning. No, I'm going to like it as soon as it goes on the food. When you just tasted each one of the, th- I mean, you know what killer hogs taste like. You just taste mm-hmm. each one of the three. And uh, and to be fair, you oh, you haven't talked about the fourth. Actually, you did. You have your homemade. What mm-hmm. what do you like from a profile? Like what profile do you like the most? Just like just tasting it before it gets to food. So or did I spoil that you hadn't talked about the fourth? No, it's fine. We can go in okay. any order. But uh yeah, for me, I definitely like some fresh pepper in there. I definitely like a decent amount of salt, but not crazy amount of salt. Um for an all purpose. I definitely want to get some heat to it. So I like to add some cayenne. Generally, I would add a, like a touch of cayenne uh, to my rub. Um, I definitely would probably uh, some chili powder. I like to get that in there. And personally, I do like um, cumin in, in there as well yep. um, for an all-purpose rub. So um, the cannibal was uh, very interesting based on the ingredients because it has a lot of the stuff that I would typically go for in an AP. 
So I'm looking. Okay, yeah, definitely. So I'm looking at the Kansas City one and their ingredients. Salt, spices, chili pepper, brown sugar. And remember, I did say this one was sweeter. So, yeah, they put brown sugar in there. Um, dehydrated garlic and onion and MSG, monosodium glutamate. Oh, paprika. Um, paprika extracts. Hickory smoke flavor. Yep, makes sense. Um, yeah, definitely a bit smoky. You probably could have just used a smoked chili and got that without having to, you know, add some any type of smoke flavor. But this Kansas City one was very good. But the one thing everybody should realize is that, you know, when you taste and I, I found this out kind of strangely, um, you had bought um the uh butchers butchers uh, one, yeah. Um, rubs and I had ta- I just tasted it and I was like ooh I, I'm not sure I really like this one but it actually tasted different once I actually smoked it um, and cooked with it versus tasting it out of the thing so I no longer and I actually liked it more after it was cooked so I no longer just judge a seasoning straight out of the bottle when I taste it but uh Definitely, that's like my number one go-to. I just taste it and see how you know how it makes me feel when I when I grab it. So, um, yeah, but I just no longer say okay, it's total garbage because I didn't like it right out of the gate. Um, so, so what I did was I took the turkeys, trimmed off the skin, um, trimmed them up a bit, hit them all with a, a nice injection, puffed them up, and then I went ahead and just took each one and really heavily coated the outside of the turkey uh with the uh, with each one of these rubs so um the uh and then just laid them all on the tray now the fourth one i actually did the control as i mentioned earlier whipped up my own uh blend and i just took some uh some pepper some fresh pepper that i had ground up i had took some uh i took normally when i do salt and pepper it's a 50 50 uh, between the two. But what I did was I did a 50% black pepper and then I did 25% salt and 25% of the, uh, of uh, MSG. Cause I, I keep that in the house. Right. And then to round everything out, I did like a, a bit of, uh, uh, onion powder, a bit of garlic powder. I added uh, a bit of, uh, uh, paprika, uh, not paprika, excuse me, chili powder. And then I added, uh, hmm. I think that's it. Oh, cumin. I did. I, I did spring, uh, sprinkle in some cumin in there. So it, I didn't measure. I don't. I'm pretty sure I didn't even have an exact 50 50 of salt and pepper. I just tossed everything into a bowl. And I, I just again, I wasn't trying to beat or like I'm going to win this competition. I just wanted to see how much difference it made between mixing up something myself and um you and using one that I bought from a store. So. Had all four uh, uh, seasoned up, put them on the smoker. I was expecting about a two-hour smoke um, at at the temperature that I had it at. Um, Everything was going well. I started noticing it was running a little bit longer than I expected it to. Um, And I had my uh, lollipop uh, thermometer to double-check the temperature. So the temperatures were spot on. Um, I was checking each one and everything that the... I didn't I didn't probe each one of them. I only probed two, like one towards the front and one towards the back. And um 
Yeah, but uh, as it was cooking, I was just like, mm, I started saying like, you know what, this should be done by now. So I went ahead and uh, used discretion. I was like, they hit 155, which is plenty, plenty enough for a turkey breast. And I just, I'll just let it rest. And I'm pretty confident that these are cooked all the way through. Um, it was, I didn't want to cut it and, you know, double check, but I, I was pretty confident based on the time period that was in there that it probably just hit a stall. And if I let it go any longer, it was going to dry it out. Um, and sometimes you got to do that, folks. You, you know, you have your thermometers, you have your, um, you have your, you, you know, your meters or whatever you got your probes. And it's just like, it's something like a turkey that has been on there for like two hours, a turkey breast, excuse me. It's been on there for like two hours and you're like, okay, I'm trying to get this thing to 165. You got to make a decision sometimes like, you know what? This thing probably should have hit temp by now if you didn't have any issues throughout the cook. So either A, wrap it and then let it get to temp um, that way or B, make the executive decision to uh, pull it and trust that you, you're you pretty confident it just hit like some terrible stall, but it's cooked all the way through. Or C, cut it right down the middle and make sure yeah, that all the pink is gone. Yeah, it's up to you how you want to do it, but don't be afraid to make that decision is all I'm saying. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So, I went ahead and did that um Pulled them out, rested them, and all I did to rest them, I didn't put them in the in the uh, in the warmer. I just uh, left them on a tray, wrapped the whole thing with foil, and then let it sit for about an hour. And then after that, it was time to slice and uh, and give it a taste test. So what I did is I had my wife and my daughter come through. Um, anybody who listens to the show knows I've been training my daughter for almost you know three four years now to kind of be my sous chef and also just you know, taste things and give me her honest opinion of how they make her feel, what she thought, what she didn't like. Um, and so I hid the bottle. So they had no idea which was which. <laughs> and um, they knew they had to pick the one that I made overall or nope, nope, they nope. going to bed. Nope, hungry. nope. I was not looking to win the competition. I just <laughs> wanted to see how how things turned out. So yeah. I sliced off a few slices off of each one. Um, cut them a little bit smaller and just told everybody to have at it. So we tasted, we all tasted them one at a time. So I tasted the same one that they tasted. Um, the smoke they, flavor. Did you make them, did you make them act like competition judges? You got to eat it with a stone face. Can make no reaction. Break down <laughs> no, no, we let them just no, do, we didn't do that. No, but I, I did make them kick their head back and sideways. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, uh, we tasted the first one. 
and I was I was really enjoyed the the flavor on it. Um, it tasted good, and uh, moved on to the second one, and that one was really really good, like really good. And then the third one, I was like, something about this third one was yeah you know, delightful. And then the fourth one, I was like, pretty good, pretty good. So for my daughter, she actually liked the second one the best, and she liked the fourth one the worst. The fourth one was my quick thrown together rub. (laughs) And the the second one for her was the Kansas City all-purpose barbecue rub. And I think this straight. Uh, Yep. Your uh, your daughter, mm-hmm. she liked uh, her her number one was which one? Or you, Kansas sorry. City All Purpose? Uh, the KCAP. Okay. Yep. What was your number two? Well, she, well, the reason I asked her why, and she actually picked up on the fact that it was sweeter, which is what okay. she liked. So she's like, this one's this one's sweeter than the other ones, and I like, and she liked it more. And then she said the. The one and this, honestly, I did took no offense to it. It actually made perfect sense. And it actually made me pretty proud. She goes, the fourth one doesn't have enough flavor for me. And I knew that I put less salt than were in the other three. So for her, she was reacting to the salt more in the, in the rubs. And so, she, you know, so it didn't help because, you know, salt, when it hits that tongue, you start watering, starts bringing out the other flavors. So she was like, yeah, this, this yeah, one I mean, wasn't you it. You were going to cheat yourself to when using the, uh, the, uh, uh, the MSG and that didn't help you. Well, the other ones have MSG in it though. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, um, and it's, it's funny because now that I kind of pay attention to it, when I taste these other rubs directly, I can feel the tingling on my tongue, which is coming from the MSG. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of funny. And if folks be, you know, obviously there are people that kind of get headaches when they eat MSG. So, you know, you do, do what, you know, you, you, you know, you can do. But, um, so for my wife, she liked number four, the best, which was the rub that I made, which was kind of surprising to me, but she was like, no, nope, it's a very, you know, she goes, it, it hits me in the front and the back of the tongue. Uh, has good flavor, very subtle. She she enjoyed that one, and I was like, okay. Um, second for her was the uh, was the Killer Hogs. Second for Baby Girl was Killer Hogs, and then for me, just I, even though I knew what each one was. I still enjoyed the Killer Hogs rub, uh, the Killer Hogs AP over the other ones. It just, uh, it just, the Killer Hogs definitely, you know, when you taste something, you know, you kind of, if you pay attention to it, you feel the different parts of your mouth that it activates. And uh, um, the Killer Hogs just really just set me off. Now, I enjoyed all of them and I bought all of them. They know they're not cheap, you know. They're all within like around 13, 14 bucks. But um, I'm just, I'm, so I will use these up for sure on, on different things. But the, the killer hogs, I still enjoyed the most. So the second part of this is uh, the fact that sorry, I. F- sorry, really quick. 
Yeah. I, I got your wife with number one with homemade, two with killer hogs. I didn't get her number three. Uh, we didn't go. I didn't go that deep. I didn't record that deep. Okay. You were like, whatever. You can sleep in the bed because I was number one. All right. And <laughs> you were, yours was, uh, it was uh, Killer Hogs. Did you? Killer Hogs one and then the Kansas City two for me. Okay. Kansas City was two. All right. So yep. you and your daughter have a very similar uh, profile. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Because, you know, overall, I do enjoy a nice sweet heat. And uh, this, this, the Kansas City one, fits all the profiles that I like. It's got the sweet, it's got the heat, it's got the uh um the umami. Uh yeah. So right, awesome. Really good. So the cool thing now was because now I had four whole uh turkey breasts. <laughs> I was like, what do you do with these? And I was like, let me break out this slicer that Rod got gave me. Uh, where did you get it from? Oh, I don't remember where we got it from. Uh, we had it for years, though. It had been sitting in my basement. I'm like, we're just never going to use this. And I was like, yeah, Still I can use a slicer before we throw it away. And you're like, yes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to see if I can get the brand off of it real quick. It's upstairs, but I'm going to see if I see it on online or not. So well, I, I'll, I'll include a link for the uh, slicer. We'll, we'll get it after. Well, I just wanted to talk about it um, direct specifically. But, uh, you know, I, I again, I, I've worked in many restaurants and have used professional grade slicers. And um, this is not a professional grade slicer by any sense of the imagination. <laughs> First off. <laughs> so maybe we don't want to include a link for this thing. No. So don't get me wrong. It worked. Um, so I think it was this guy. So, so the first thing that kind of led me to be like, uh, oh, okay. Was when I got this thing, I I hadn't used it. I put it in my, um, I put it on a shelf in my, in, in the basement and I had the space for it. So I just put it up there and never messed with it. So when I finally looked, I was like, okay, it's time to get this slicer down. Um, I was like, you know, when you see something, you're like, let me brace myself because I'm about to do some heavy lifting here. And so the the shelf is above my desk. So it's, I knew it was going to be awkward getting it down. Uh, but, so, uh, but, you know, I was stretched up, started. Uh, I'm going to have to use my fingertips to kind of slide the box back and then I'll you know, hopefully lower it down. And it doesn't fall on my head. And I hit it with my fingertips and half the box came forward. I was like, Oh, this thing is light. <laughs> so then I grabbed it and just pulled it all the way down. And I was like, oh, okay. Man, man this doesn't even hurt my back or anything. So I just ran upstairs with it and started, you know, looking like the cable guy. Not, not cable guy, but the, the pet detective kicking it up the stairwell. <laughs> you remember when he was doing the package and he was just oh, yeah. kicking the box. <laughs> so I pulled it out. This, I pulled the slicer out and I looked at the directions and I was like, there is absolutely no need to look at this. <laughs> it is literally the whole thing is already put together. It had the, you know, it had the, the hand guard that allows you to press the uh, meat again or whatever you're slicing against yeah. the slicer. And the, the blade on this thing is serrated uh, verse being that straight, super sharp blade. Super and, blade yeah. Yeah. And I've actually cut myself accidentally on a blade Ooh, on a boy. slicer before. Yeah. It was, uh, it's nerve. So I still, I still 
I am ner- see a slicer. Yeah, I just get nerve wracking when I use to use it, but uh, I, and it's, it's so odd. You know, it can happen anywhere. I was at work, I was slicing like maybe like a whole like four cases of Let's tomatoes. Not even talk about it. I'm, I'm tingling my fingers just thinking. Yeah. Of cut, yeah, it it wasn't slicing. bad. I didn't cut my finger off or anything. It was somebody called my name and I just turned around and as I was pushing forward, it was like. And the the blade is so oh, God, sharp. I can't listen anymore. <laughs> the blade <laughs> is so sharp. I didn't even feel it. I didn't even think I cut myself at first. And then all of a sudden it was just like whoosh. I was like, good grief. Um, so yeah. So so I'm I say all that to say I'm st- I still get nervous around using a slicer, but you know, it has the guard, so it's almost impossible for you to get your hand in the blade because the whole meat the the guard comes up like a plate. And then almost like a like a fencing sword, you know, how it has that plate that goes around your fist. And um, so, yeah, so it completely protects your hand. So I turned it on. Wasn't the most powerful sound that, it, you know, that I've ever heard. It wasn't like my table saw firing up, but yeah, I was like, all right. And then I threw uh, just took the breast and pushed it against it and just started slicing. And I was like, oh, snap. And just kept trying to keep an even pressure uh, sliding through the uh, slicer and sliced them all up for and can easily make some turkey sandwiches now man so i was really happy with the with the outcome of that uh, so despite being a lightweight machine a serrated blade and all that stuff it, it did the job you needed to do exactly a commercial grade one would be nice but uh oh eh, commercial grade one i'd put like a whole turkey on there i guess but uh you know the commercial grade so the difference is it with the commercial grade one and that super sharp blade you get like the thinner slices are perfect. So, you know, when you get those deli slices and you can darn near see through the thing, I, you know, that that's not going to happen on this one, you know? So, and I did some initial, I, I like to actually, it has a nice little dial on the side that allows you to change the thickness of the slice. Yeah. And, um, but once I had t- found the setting, I think it was like around like a 1.2, I guess. Um, yeah, I started getting some really decent slices out of it and um it was holding up better cuz yeah, if if not it it'll tend to, you know, just tear up the uh yeah. you know, whatever you're slicing. And um and instead I was able to get some decent slices out of it. So I was really happy that that happened and uh and uh, worked out. So I just made four different uh Ziploc bags with uh turkey in it and then uh and just had some for lunch with uh with some leftover coleslaw. From the last, at least something uh-huh. something good came of it that you can, and it's nice. You have something at home. You, if you want to make turkey, if you want to make roast beef, if you want to make, you know, when you're making a lot of food, sometimes it's it is nice, especially if you have a slicer that you can just say, all right, I got a whole couple whole chicken breasts here. I'm just gonna slice those things up, and you can do chicken sandwiches because not everybody. It's it's I, like while well, it's nice to reheat food, but some people just like it's nice when you change the format of it. It's like, oh, well, I can just take it as a sandwich. I like the flavor, but I can now put like cheese on my sandwich, mayo, um, uh, tomatoes, uh, well, and the, all this, all the yeah. typical stuff you'd want on a sandwich. So it doesn't feel like you're eating the same leftover. So I, I do like that change, yeah. even though you're not quote recooking it. You're just giving it a little bit transformation. Yeah. Cause my family is a smoked Turkey family. So, um, my daughter takes them to school for lunch quite often to smoke turkey sandwiches. So it's kind of nice to be able to take and make your own smoked turkey, right? So, you know, and honestly, you can do this with any style that you like. If you like that smoked turkey um, that you would get from the deli, that Cajun turkey, you can just do the same thing. You can smoke it, 
um, Cajun it up, whatever, um, you know, honey, honey glaze, whatever you want to do. And uh, just get it on uh, smoked out and then just get it on a slicer and, and away you go. I I think what I would do next time is because the last time I did it, I, I kind of cooked it with the two breasts, two breasts kind of stuck together. And then when it was done cooking, they kind of just melded together. And I think I would probably do something similar to that to make it easier to slice. But this is this is definitely something that I want to do more often. And the next time that that I that I smoke it, I'll actually go through and, you know, do it all the way up. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the butter. Um, if I, I think I, I think we talked about it before where um, I would have uh, definitely injected in the start. But probably right around like 110 degrees, I would have took it off, put it in some foil, put a ton of butter in there, wrapped it up and let it cook down with the butter uh, instead. And then just get that infused uh, with a bit more fat flavor uh, in there instead. So I'll tell you something. So we and as we as we sort of sort of wrap the show, um, I I actually was interviewing a gentleman and. um, I looked at his resume and only one thing jumped out to me. I mean, mind you, lots of things jumped out on his resume. But one thing jumped out to me at the very bottom, like where it like talks about hobbies and it said smoked meat. So we get on and I said, Hey, like I'm an easy going person. I was like, this interview can be really easy or really hard, depending on how you answer one question. He's like, Oh God, not this kind of interview. I was like, with your brisket, fat side up or fat side down. And he, Busted out laughing and we had the best interview ever because it was like such a great icebreaker where he was thinking, I'm going to be dealing with this guy. We talked barbecue for like a couple of minutes, but you can see he just opened up as a person. And it's funny how barbecue can bring people together. But when I said fat side ever fat side down, it just like the typical interview mode that you're in when you're interviewing for a job and you're like, you're trying to be very serious. It's just like this big bellowing laugh, his head throws back and you can just see all the relaxation came in and we just had a great conversation. So it's just really funny that uh, just cause he put barbecue, I was like, and he's like, he goes, I'm a fat side down or a fat side down guy. And I, and I didn't say anything. I was like, okay. And we got to the interview. I was like, just to be clear, I'm fat side up. <laughs> <laughs> and he laughs. He's like, I've done it both ways. It's like, no, I have to. I was like, you got to test it and figure out what works for you. I was like, I'm definitely a fat side up guy, but it was, like I say, it was just really funny that, uh, like something like that would be on someone's resume that would allow you to have a just a good icebreaker conversation to kind of get the conversation going on a on a job. That's great, so really cool. I figured you'd appreciate that. Definitely. All right, now, man. The other question is if his barbecue is any good. Well, he did say that he's like, I'm. He's like, I'm working on my brisket game. And I was like, well, we should definitely have a conversation about brisket. I was like, because we definitely can give you some tips on uh, getting your brisket game a nice and tight. So, uh, and it, like I say, for many people, it does seem to be the, one of the, it's like, uh, the, the, the big challenge for cooking, but yeah, man, I'm really excited about the fact that you got to do this. And I do apologize with, uh, birthday activities that I was not around, but, um, yeah, it was very cool, man. Awesome. All right. Um, a lot of you already support the show. And we really appreciate, appreciate it. Like I say, I gave an example of someone who left a review trying to point us in direction of something that we might have misunderstood. Again, we talk about things that based on our experience. So when you guys are leaving comments, uh, chatting in the Discord or whatever it might be, 
those kind of communications really help out because we don't proclaim to be the sole winning experts on every single thing, but we try to do a lot of testing. Many of your Patreon supporters and a lot of the Patreon money does help us do certain testing. Like Chris went out and bought barbecue seasonings and our Patreons are the ones who are paying for our ability to go out, grab a whole bunch of seasoning, grab certain foods, try to test them and give you our opinion and what we see on those. Um, so we do appreciate everybody who is willing to contribute on Patreon and Chris and I said we're trying to fill the store with uh, additional merch. So, uh, like you have the shirts, you have the aprons, you have the sweatshirts. Sweatshirt um, coming soon. It's coming soon. Thank you. And uh, we are also uh, trying to get it restocked with uh, cutting boards and stuff like that soon. So, and we have the butcher block. So again, if anybody wants to get the barbecue and tech butcher block, hit us up directly. And um, if you yeah, if you just let us know you want to get one, like if you hit us and say, could you get one? We can make it to order, and then we'll let you know it's available, and you can just go ahead and do the uh, purchase online. But more work. Tremendously uh, appreciate everybody who's been helping support us, telling your friends about us, and we're really excited about how the show's growing. So yeah, having great conversations online, seeing great pictures, uh, and uh, real quick, um, apologies for last week. Uh, for the show that I posted, I didn't I didn't realize that there was an extra setting I could do to kind of set where the commercial hits. And um, yeah, so I, I just found out about the setting. So I apologize where the commercial hit, like in the middle of a conversation Ugh. and uh, kind of messed it up. But I did fix it online. Uh, I did fix that episode because now that I know that the setting exists where I can change it and I'll make sure that that doesn't happen uh, going forward. And another thing is uh, he was 100 percent right, though meter will charge the probes off the batteries it does yep all right yeah i was going to test and verify it works nope. for mine so i already I just guess found I it. Test it yep awesome nope. well tip that saved our backside so i appreciate it greatly all right cool let's get out of here all right talk to you peace Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 